If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. You know what you're doing? You're doing that bullshit TikTok This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community, host of All Things Testosterone. We've got testosteronepodcast.com. You can find a doctor over there. Uh, Matrix Hormones is currently discounting treatment. Uh, I think they're doing a $200 off plus maybe a $50 off any hormone program through the end of the month, July. Uh, typically, people treat with them for around $75 or $90 a month, and people in the Facebook group love them. Um, we've got a TRT community slash all things testosterone transformation body recomposition contest that's just come to an end so we're going to be doing voting on that this week matrix matrix has given away a, a, a few things to the winners of that um rate review subscribe to the show and i'm in person today with ian for the first time in what how long a year uh, you think hello, it's Brandon. only been a year hello ian yes just a year i think it's been a year since i um we had a child, and she she actually made the trip out here with us. Yeah, today, today, but not a year ago. Not a year ago. She a year was, ago, you did not have a child. I did not have a child, and oh. I think it's been that long since I've seen you in person. Yeah, same same time. Yeah, yeah. Did we actually record here in this house? Yes, we did. We've recorded several times here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Not in this wonderful closet. Though. Yeah, this is a secret. They're not supposed to know that we're in the studio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't remember um, when the last time we recorded in person, but I, I trust you. I'm sure you're right. So you heard that audio, right? The beginning of the show. That was hilarious. I don't know what it was, but I loved it. <clears throat> that was my father-in-law. <laughs> so Kayla's dad got caught up in, you've, you've seen like TikTok, uh, TikTok, YouTube, where the guys do the pranks in like local Lowe's or Home Depot stores and they blow people with leaf blowers or they knock stuff off the top shelf on top of them and act like it was an accident and that kind of thing so have you have you not oh yeah so where it's like a guy's like one aisle over and, mm-hmm. and something will come flying over and yep yep yeah. so what these what these guys were doing was they just opened up a lowe's like a, a leaf blower and they would walk around to boomers essentially and <laughs> <laughs> just hit them in the face with this leaf blower for an unreasonable amount of time, you know, they, before they got that reaction out of, out of my father-in-law, they had that leaf blower on him for a good 10 seconds, awesome. just right in his face. So they, they, I love it. <laughs> he's facing the aisle and he's looking for whatever. And then they came up from behind him, hit him with the leaf blower, it blows his hat and sunglasses off his head onto the floor. And <laughs> then he has that, uh, that gigantic, you know what you're doing? You're doing that bullshit on TikTok shit. A gigantic reaction and that wasn't even the end of it he when he said that it was like stop recording me stop recording me. and he starts like walking at the guy with the camera and it, he looked pretty intimidating like ready to swing yeah throw yeah hands. and yeah. so those those videos always 
usually look fake to me, but I can I can tell you with one hundred percent degree of certainty that this was authentic <laughs> and real. And <laughs> they got him. <laughs> they got him. So how did you get? How did you come across the so audio video? He called me uh-huh. as soon as he left Lowe's, and he said, "I just got got. I just got put on TikTok. I'm going to be famous." And he was telling me the story, and I was like. I don't know. Maybe he's exaggerating a little bit. You know, maybe it, I don't. Who knows? Maybe it's, it's interesting some, to me that he knows. Yeah, like, he has yeah. any grasp on that yeah. at all. Yeah. He's on TikTok. He knows all That's about awesome. it. That's awesome. He goes on TikTok and watches Stacy David from Trucks do his little clip. You remember Not familiar. Truck? No, yeah. it was a, a TV show a decade ago or more. But yeah, he knows TikTok, so he knew what was going on, and had the wherewithal to call him out during the event. And he <laughs> got the manager involved, and it was a whole big mess. But yeah. So when he told me this, I immediately started Googling or or searching on TikTok, trying to find it. And I couldn't, but he did. He found it three days later. The guy posted it and he's got like 250,000 subscribers on YouTube. And it's, it's like a nine or 10 minute clip of which 20 seconds is, is of him. And the rest of it is just the same Lowe's store where they're doing the same thing to other people. Yeah. So they all get pretty pissed off. Yeah. That's. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. I dig that. Yeah. So we just um we just got back from the beach like literally two hours ago. And that was a lot of fun. We had a blowout on the way home. Not us, but he did. Same father in law. Oh no. Yeah. He's forty three foot. Yeah. Gigantic monstrosity. He's got three axles. Was it the trailer or the Yeah, trailer. Yeah. He's got three axles, six trailer tires, and one of them blew out. So, you know the thing about RVs that I always find fascinating is uh, we we were talking about RV life before we got on here is that there is these huge nice uh, rigs and they come with like the smallest dinkiest tires yeah. and I don't understand that yeah. like wouldn't you want yeah it just seems like it go haywire real quick and like your investment mm-hmm. could just jackknife everything and yeah if you lose some of tire, them do ours ours is thirty three feet. 32, 33 feet, and it's got the same size tires that you would expect to see on maybe like a Ford Ranger, like a small truck. Um, so like 16 maybe? Yeah, 16-inch okay. wheels, yeah. yeah. and But his have the same, he's got six tires, and they're the same that probably came on your F-150 stock. They're full-size truck tires. 18 or 19, I think. I think his are 19 or 20, somewhere in there. But as far as like the overall tire, I mean, it, it look it, it it's yeah. from a truck. It's, um, right. yeah. So... Um, but we've had two or three blowouts on our trailer and I can tell you with experience, coming from experience that when a tire blows out, it's going to break your RV. That rubber starts flying around and those things are made out of thin sheet metal or fiberglass. So even his today, it ripped a fender off. So he's having to kick it back into place and gonna uh. have to get it repaired. It, it does quite a bit of damage and he did the same thing to ours. It ripped the fender uh, it's got these little plastic, um, right? You know, pieces that ripped all that off. So it, it's frustrating that it causes damage like that. Yeah, mine was my fault because the, our trailer is from 2010, mm-hmm. and the tires that we had on there at the time were from 2010. Yeah, so they're 12 year old tires, and that was my bad for. They looked brand new because it had rarely been used, but they were too old to be. But they aged. Yeah, hitting sitting, miles sitting an hour. there. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, always fun. That's. It's exciting for you. That'll never be I, like I told you. I just I don't I don't get it. I don't. That'll never be me, Mister RV. I'll, I'll never I'll never own one. But but you know what I have come around on? 
What? That I kind of want. <laughs> Not a boat. We've talked about yep. we've talked about things I'll never own mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Man, I'd love to have a jet ski or two. Really? I think so. Why? And I think I could have, I think I could just, you know, we park inside of our garage, but I, I'd gladly park out. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And we could park two jet skis and that'd be fun because we live pretty close to the, the lake. Out what by about us. jet skis is different than a boat for you though? Mm, it, it's more personal. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> personal so, water. I don't, I don't honestly know. Uh, is it, is the boat? A turn off because of it seems like a hassle. The trailer offloading it, like it, it's just big and cumbersome. yeah. But I guess you have to do that same thing with with a jet ski and easier to manage or control that kind of thing. Maybe yeah, easier to manage control uh, inboard motor versus outboard. Right? You know, it's you well, know. They're, they're doing jet boats are becoming very popular, which oh, really? is the same as a jet ski. Okay, yeah, that one that we were in the other day was doing over fifty miles an hour, and that was a jet boat. Hmm. Well, I haven't given a lot of research and thought, but I just know that having gone on one recently, we rented last uh, about a month ago with the, with my wife's family. We went out, rented we rented a pontoon boat, mm-hmm. and then we had rented a jet ski. Kind of, we all took turns. Mm-hmm. Father in law drove the pontoon boat. Everybody else, yeah, Every, I, it took turns on the jet ski. So we we you know run around for. 15 minutes somebody else would take a turn he, like so much fun yes i so yeah. in that scenario i like jet skis i don't swim in lakes like it i have a hard time even jumping in real quick to cool off yeah i'll slowly ease my way into the murky water and cool off and then get back out or or sit there and hold on to the boat but i don't like going under the water uh-huh. whenever it's just yeah. it's lakes are gross to me right. so i'm a little scared of them so to have just a jet ski and be ripping and running and not have anywhere to yeah, be. There is that consideration because you could easily, because the way it steers, it's it's different than yeah. anything else you've driven before. Like you could easily, if you are if you don't have enough power in it, you could flip off if yeah. you're turning well, too hard. And not even so much worried about falling off. I did that As much as times. like, okay, I'm done. Where do I go now? Do I have to go back to land? Is there a boat following me that I can jump on real quick? Because I'm not swimming. And I'm maybe done with it, the jet ski. Yeah, and maybe it was the scenario that we were in that made it ideal because yeah. we kind of had we were like a, a satellite to mm-hmm. this pontoon boat, basically. So, so we'll get the jet boat. You guys get the jet skis. Sounds we'll, good. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, I think it's funny that you insist <laughs> that you'll never be an RV guy. So you know that that wasn't on my um, list of, of things to ever own either. Right, and it was given to us. And I will never not have an RV again. Yeah. And it is so amazing to be able to throw four kids in the truck and go go 25 minutes away or go 12 hours away. It doesn't really matter. And to find somewhere where you can stay for like, 30 bucks a night. It's a big bend like you were talking about. Yeah. Or a national park or yeah. maybe even a bigger state park, a more notable state park. And the state parks are like $30 a night. And you just you can't beat it. And it's not it's not like... You don't have to get your mind right like you would if you were going camping, camping, because you're not. You've got a shower. You've got a toilet. You've got an air conditioner. Mm -hmm. You can cook on a stove if you want to. And we do both. You know, some trips are everyone's staying out and you're sleeping in a tent, children, and we're not. We're grilling and, you know, that kind of thing. And then we do trips where it's like, hey, we're when me and Kayla go, we just binge watch shows for hours in the afternoon when it's too hot to go outside. And both are fun. 
but it's quiet and no one's around. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's nice. Yeah. If anyone ever gave you an RV, I bet you'd be hooked. Yeah. Especially now that that Airbnb is gone. Yeah, that's that's real sad. I don't I don't want to talk. I mean, <laughs> it's it it's such a special place. I mean, that 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 house in Colorado that we had um with the family and they sold it, got a good offer for it. I don't blame them at all. They were able to set themselves up nicely for retirement. That's my in-laws I'm speaking about. Yeah. Um so they're they're all set, but it it is it's been a heck of a place to just escape to because the weather has always been really amazing every time we go i don't think i've ever had a mosquito bite up there yeah i don't remember any level of humidity at all i mean it's just mm-hmm. uh if we weren't so deeply rooted here i feel like we'd move up there like maybe not to that place specifically mm-hmm. but maybe colorado as a whole yeah i love it's it up there amazing do you think that you'll continue to vacation there yes yeah we were talking with some friends the other night they have their family has a house in another uh uh, town in Colorado, and I was like, um, "So tell me about that, and how do we get an invite?" <laughs> <laughs> and so they were like, "Because they have a daughter that's a month younger than ours, and the, you know they, they're neighbors of ours actually." And they were they're saying, "We want them to grow up skiing and all that stuff." I'm like, "Heck yeah, that sounds good." Yeah. Every year, let's go, let's go do that. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to go back. We went a couple Christmases ago. And I feel like I've hit the quota of hot summer beach trips now to where right. maybe this winter it's we time for mountains. tug that travel trailer up to mountains and see what we can get into. Yeah. Yep. So I, I bought that um, that 97 F-250. Somebody commented on the picture I put of the new truck on Instagram and said, oh, you got it. I think what they're referencing is that white truck. Maybe I mentioned on the podcast at one point that I was getting like flying to arkansas and driving back <laughs> you took like a private plane <laughs> yeah, yeah it was terrifying yeah. by the way um yeah so that was a that truck is a nightmare and you know i hope nobody listening or no no potential future buyers are listening to the show but that truck's been a nightmare you I've never know it. man put it yeah. up on the group somebody could want it yeah so it's a 97 f-250 it's got the 7.3 liter power stroke three hundred thirty thousand miles just barely broken in um it looks great <laughs> From 20 feet away, you know, it's a 25-year-old truck, so it, it looks better than can be expected. Um, but I've spent more time underneath that truck in the two months that I've had it than I've spent driving it. Probably twice as much time underneath it than I have driving it. Um, it's got the typical power stroke oil leaks, but um, some transmission stuff. It's It, it needs, I don't know, it, I think it's sensors. I just can't figure out which sensor. It's just been a, a nightmare. And so we were... We were going to take it to this beach trip that we just came back from today, and we were going about five hours away and decided last week, I'm going to have to rent a three-quarter ton truck to pull this trailer (laughs) because I'm not taking this truck that far away, and then decided, uh, Kayla talked me into just trading in our 4Runner and buying that. Oh, you traded in the 4Runner for that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Trading the 4Runner, got that one. So you impulse purchased a a three-quarter ton truck. (laughs) Awesome. I I wouldn't call it an impulse. It was more like back a, of your mind. Sh- for six months, she's been putting it in my mind, right. and I just kept thinking, "I'm not, I'm not getting rid of our family car and driving the newer vehicle, and then getting you the cash car. I wanted to be the cash car driver." Right. Um, but she talked me into it. So, um, so impulse, no. It was more like for six months she's been doing that, and then for the last three weeks it's been a, okay. Let's let's actually do this, and then we found the truck and did it. So now it's your. 
your daily driver. Yeah. Yeah. For the whole family. Well, for now, we're going to sell that piece of shit white truck, that the 97 F250. Do you all ever get rid of that uh Charger? What was yeah. it? Yeah, it was a Magnum. Magnum. Yeah, the station wagon right. Dodge. Yeah, yeah, we sold that at a garage sale, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. Just, you know, put a for sale sign on it during the community garage sale and somebody was like, hey, I want that car. So this is going to be one of those episodes where people bitch and moan about how we talk for 40 minutes about nonsense and then talk about topical stuff for three minutes. But because we're not on YouTube anymore, I don't upload YouTube anymore, it shouldn't be an issue. Those guys like to complain. You ever read any of those no, comments? No, I never never delved into the comments on oh, YouTube. Oh man, they're little babies. I'll go through the comments, the reviews on, on the podcast app. Yeah. Those are funny. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. The podcast listeners are noble fellows fellows and gentlewomen but <laughs> youtube man it's full of cretins they're yeah. just impatient if your youtube video is longer than eight minutes long if you don't timestamp everything if there's something in the title that you don't talk about for the entire video they just like turn on you they're little add can't make them happy babies nope um so what i want to talk about is ian jumping back on the trt bandwagon and what that looks like yeah, so about a month ago, uh, my wife and I and, and our daughter went for a walk around the neighborhood one morning, and I was was in a funk, and I've been in a funk, I'll say, past several months. I've been off since, I don't remember, early March probably. And you rage quit, right? I rage quit. I rage quit, and I don't, I don't recommend it. I recommend f- finding a provider and st- sticking it out or... Um, doing the work to to get your your hormones optimized, uh, whether wherever that takes you to treatment. But anyway, um, but I was in a funk. My wife was saying, you know, I've noticed lately you've been you've been you know in a, struggling a lot, just depression, anxiety. It, it fluctuates from day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of dark just darker days kind of just feeling feeling hopeless feeling like i think one of the things i always think is like depression has this ability to like make you believe the lie that this is the new this is the this is as good as it's going to get again like it yeah you know you're you're not going to improve from here this is your new baseline Mm -hmm. you're just going to have to fight this battle yeah um so it was in a really, 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 hard, really hard place. Um, not not doing well, just mentally, and that's outside of the typical stuff you think about when you think about being low, te- like with low testosterone. Um, the you know a flatlined sort of libido, a an, an ED, you know, non-existent on that front. Basically, um, the depression and the anxiety more so this go around just being completely off of anything mm-hmm. were the loudest just in my in my head like it, it was scary it was really scary you said to me the other day that this has been the hardest year of your life yes because well a lot of that raising raising a a, a baby and the things that come along with that and we've talked about this before i think even just uh there's a lot of anxiety that comes along with that um you you want to make sure 
that she is taken care of, that you're doing all the right things. And, you know, she gets upset for no reason. You're, you're not, you're like, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, getting out. Like we've talked about that before, like even just coming over here, which I'm, I'm glad, to, happy to do that. And, um, or just going out and running an errand to the store, going out to dinner. Um, that is a lot of just, just you want to make sure you have everything with you just mm-hmm. in case, you know, diapers and wipes and a change of clothes and all these, uh, she have snacks and water and all these things. And it's so, it's just added so much to my plate. Yeah. I feel like, and now with, movement as you saw earlier she's running (laughs) it gets harder in her walker she is so busy now like so just into everything you can't really you can't really set her down for too long and walk away Mm -hmm. she's either getting into something she shouldn't be getting into or on the other side of that she's upset that you've set her down and you need to go do something so you've changed a, a dirty diaper and you need to go wash your hands or something like that. And she's mm-hmm. like throwing a tantrum because you walked away. Yeah. Um, and I think I remember when, when you had your daughter that first year was one of the hardest years of your life. And now I, I, I don't know if it's the same, but I can certainly relate to that, yeah. to that sentiment. Yeah. It's, you know, when you're, when your hormones are jacked and you've got no energy and you know, all the other problems that come along with it, and then, like you're giving everything you can that you have mm-hmm. to your career, and yes. when that bell rings and it's time to punch the clock and be done, you don't have anything else left in the tank to give to anyone, whether it's a spouse or a child or both or an entire family. There's nothing left, um, and at yeah. least in my experience. So it was like I I had to go to sleep. I would have to come right. home and then just crash because I had nothing, and that's. You know, so many guys talk about the gains that you mm-hmm. get from TRT, and that obviously never been our thing. Yeah. Love it. Go for it. You jiggle your pecs around. I don't care. But for me, it's that mental health and that that energy level and the, the ability to be a spouse, a, a husband and a father Yeah. after work hours. That's Ye- that's the good stuff. Uh, yeah, and a lot of the, the after work hours thing is the hardest because my wife is a nurse, works at night. She 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 leaves for work about you know five thirty in the evening. That's about uh, you know try to about the time I'm I'm signing off because I work at home now. But a lot of anxiety comes from what am I gonna what are we gonna do until bedtime? Like how mm-hmm. am I gonna wear you out? To yeah, get, and just finding that finding the things to do to. And you say kill the time, but really I cherish it because she's only going to be this, this age once. And yeah. it's amazing to watch her growing and stuff. But I think, uh, just trying to try not to be selfish about it and like, say, how do we get, how do I get to a point where I can be comfortable? Like, when am I going to be just, it's going to be quiet, comfortable. I'm on the couch and I'm flipping yeah. on my current show or whatever it is. So do you, do you think you do that? Um, because you have experience that Phoebe won't sleep if you don't, or do you do it because you have guilt that you're not engaging her if you're not it's, doing it? She has no problem with sleeping most of the time. It's it's never really been a huge issue. It's just I want to the guilt of I want to be present yeah. and I want to be engaged and I want her to like 
learn from me and take cues from me mm-hmm. and and continue to foster her development. But, you know, like my brain is so fried from working all day and, and sometimes and I'm just like, man, I like you said, I don't have anything left to give. And it's just the fatigue has been real, too, this past couple of weeks for just just wanting to lay my head down on the desk at the end of the day, just kind of nod off or something like that. So fatigue's been been pretty bad outside of um, the other things. So the, but this go around, the, the 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 mental health aspects have been have been heavy hitting. Yeah. Um. So. And so my wife basically called me out on it. She said, "When we get back, some conversation led to when we get back from the walk." Um, you need to go log on and um, sign up with that clinic, Matrix Hormones. And so I did. How did and, that conversation start? You were on a walk, right? Yeah. She's like, she just asked me, uh, you know, are you doing okay? Like, doing all right today? Because I think I just woke up in a funk. I just, I don't know, mm-hmm. don't know what it was in a, you know, brain fog kind of. Just maybe didn't get the best sleep. I'm not sure. But you said no, I'm not doing okay. Yeah, and I was on. I try to try to be honest. I'm like, I'm just, I'm struggling. Um, not happy. I feel like I can't see a way out of how I currently am. Yeah, and I need, I need some help, professional help. So, what are your expectations for or of Matrix and of TRT currently? My expectations, based on the based on your experience, based on what I've read from the group, everybody's pretty much rave gives rave reviews about them and and the care and the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's the level of expertise, the level of professionalism that they bring yeah. to the table, and knowing that I'm not like. Eat, like the the call I had with Kenny the other day was amazing because we we were the forty five minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. We went through my entire labs that I did, went over each one, said this is what this does. You're okay in this. We might want to watch this. Yeah, you might want to take some B twelve here and there, whatever you know. And he'll give you like these looking. little nuggets of yes. Maybe at some point we do this, but first we're going to try this, this, and this. And yeah. so you're, he's constantly peppering you with peppering himself his brain just doesn't stop you know so right. he's going yeah right and it he just like you get the feeling this guy knows exactly what he's what he's talking about whereas i've sat in doctor's offices um and, and just it felt like they might have been guessing yeah yeah like and they're just not spit, only throwing stuff against the wall to see if it sticks and so kenny you know matrix it's not a guess but it's a little different. I definitely know what you're talking about. And then not only does it feel like they're guessing, but it feel but you're only going like what twice a year. So it's right. like you're guessing and you're throwing this dart in the dark. And if it doesn't stick, I'm not going to see you for six months. It's even as simple, Brandon. Like it's even as simple as sending me for labs before we have a visit. Yeah. Don't send me like right. And then have does somebody that mean, call. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have somebody call and be like, "This is great. This is great. This is not great." Okay. Well, like that makes like. Mm-hmm. That just that, that makes so much sense that I never thought about it before. Yeah. Like they're doing things the right way. Yeah, and I've already got so had a great had a great uh, visit with Kenny. Um, highly, you know, anyone listening, highly recommend signing up if you're if you're on the struggle bus like I was. 
Um, so getting back onto uh, testosterone sipinate, getting some HCG going as well, because while, you know, the story, the stories I've just told about raising, raising our daughter for the last year, um, not in a hurry to get back on, you know, have another uh, baby anytime soon, but, but wanting to preserve mm-hmm. the long-term health of yeah. my nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Were you in band? Uh, for a brief, yeah. A so bit. did you ever get to go to UIL and see sight reading done? Um, I didn't partake, but I saw it done, yes. Is that so, yeah, yeah, so the, um, what is it, a conductor? Mm-hmm. I wasn't in band, but I've seen my son, 13-year-old is in band, and so I've seen them do mm-hmm. UIL sight reading, and his director is that what it is his director yeah his teacher his band teacher band director will yeah will get that music and he is so well versed in music theory mm-hmm. that he can within 60 seconds of looking at it he then calls out okay keep in mind this is time signature change here key change here watch your breath here this is where you and he's he's coaching this band because they only have a couple minutes to learn this music before they have to play it but for, for every first, instrument for every instrument and every section and this is what two brass is doing and winds are doing this so that's what that's what it feels like to me whenever Kenny looks at labs mm-hmm. like he uh the schematics just like draw out for him <laughs> and then he has like this he makes this game plan in his giant brain and it's like, okay, if this doesn't work, we're going to go here. And if we can't go here, then I'm going to try this. And I want you on. The, and it, it's just so much more involved than I've ever gotten at a brick and mortar right. practitioner's office. And, and it, there may be some level of, it's an extremely well-educated, like it's mm-hmm. it's still a guess to something because we're all individual. He's, there's no way he can know. But he's got a map. But he does have, he has a, he has an a, extremely good roadmap yeah. to get me there. So. What he has also done is put me on a, uh, so 160 milligrams a week, but doing it, microdosing it into four. Mm-hmm. He says that'll help keep down because I'm someone that my hematocrit will sneak up there. Yeah. Um, this set of labs, it wasn't, it wasn't over 50, but it was high 40s. I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but he said that's a, that's a tad high and I've been off, I, I've been off since early March. I gave blood since then, and and I my hematocrit was still a, a, a tad high. Yeah. I think what he's saying. So, I went last week. And I just gave blood, and even the person that checked, you know, they finger prick you and check your blood. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, "Yeah, your your crit was a little high." So, um, I was like, "How's that?" So, I guess I'm that that can help. Yeah, that that will help uh, rein that in, I suppose. So mm-hmm. then that HCG and um, he suggested it would help, and I believe, you know, I fully agree. I'm on the semaglutide train, yeah, and I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. because, well, I'm. It makes sense the way he explains it to me. The way it's, you know, it helps you feel, uh, reduces your appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably should stick to eating like smaller meals and smaller portions. Yep. Um. So I did my first injection this morning. You uh, did? Yeah. Don't feel any differently right now, but okay. have tried to stick to the small so small meals. I don't, so I, I, turning it back on you, I'd like to hear your semaglutide journey so far. As the, Yeah. So the first week, and I, did you start with like 
10 units. Okay, yeah. So I did the same and kind of stepped Once it up. Once a week, right? I think maybe I was nauseous in the evening, like twice that first week. And I don't get nauseous. And it wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. but it was new. Um, and then the second week, maybe the same one or two nights I was nauseous. Uh, the fear with semaglutide is diarrhea is an upset stomach. That's what, (laughs) that's what the main side effect could be, especially if you are eating as you were before. The great equalizer. (laughs) Apparently, uh, it, it just, it, it doesn't allow your body enough time to digest and absorb that food. So it just kind of turns into mush mess and it's trouble. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny said that that means the medicine's doing its job. Yeah. And I haven't had that experience. I've actually been a little constant. I wouldn't say constipated, but I am more regular than I was before, okay. I suppose. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than it, it can be a little uncomfortable. It feels like I've, always just eaten a large meal so it can be a little uncomfortable so i would urge you or encourage you if it gets obnoxious or uncomfortable mm-hmm. stick with it you yeah. will absolutely lose weight it's just a little bit like always feeling at least for me always feeling full always feeling bloated two questions come to mind one have you noticed any certain things that you eat foods whatever um, that trigger any kind of bad feelings. And number two, what, when you feel full or you feel like you've eaten a Thanksgiving dinner, as you've said to me, what do you make yourself eat? Like you, you just find something to like fuel yourself. Like, yep. Uh, what are you, what is your strategy? in so, those t- so scenarios? I naturally, I don't, I'm not a big breakfast eater. Uh huh. So I usually eat my first meal around, 10 30 or 11 in the morning uh-huh. and um so i intentionally did not change diet or exercise habits for the first however long eight weeks it's been on semaglutide mm-hmm. i wanted to see what it was going to do i've dropped 20 pounds and i haven't changed anything mm-hmm. um but so that first meal whatever i want a lot of times and i don't this is going to sound dumb a lot of times what i eat for breakfast at you know 11 a.m is whatever we had for dinner the night before. I eat leftovers. I don't eat breakfast food, so I'm not like pancakes and syrup kind of guy. It'll be like leftover steak. Maybe I'll throw a couple eggs on it, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, And then the second part, so if I eat a half portion of steak and two eggs, I'm not going to be hungry for that second meal around 3 o'clock. But I'll I'll try to do something, mm-hmm. uh, maybe just some turkey slices, something like that. You know, something lighter yeah. that I at least feel like I'm fueling myself because I don't want to starve my body, even if I'm not feeling right. hungry. And then dinner or whatever we're eating, whatever the family's eating for dinner. Yeah, you don't want to lose muscle mass. Yeah, so by starving yourself. And there there are some times when I'm absolutely hungry, but then most of the times I'm just not. I'm just not that hungry. Okay. But you haven't uh, noticed anything that triggers no, a bad feeling or the die? I'm real bad about paying attention to those kinds of things okay. to the point to where on the last podcast, me and Sean talked about uh, the food allergy test. And that's something that I'm going to get done because I definitely have um, triggers that do not just with the semaglutide, but that, that make my stomach bloated and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, Oh, I've said that done. She avoids dairy now. So yeah. she doesn't do regular milk or 
cheese in most instances. Yeah, so that's something that I'm probably going to do in the near future just to see because I can't pay attention to it. I know milk for sure. Milk makes my probably, stomach yeah. gassy. But Sean, he's a bodybuilder. And Is he saying he, the pea protein or something like that? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, pea protein. Peas and eggs are his two biggest inflammatory foods. And that's something he ate eggs every single morning of his Uh, life for the past 20 years. So, yeah. So it was eye-opening to him. And I'm hoping that I can get a list of foods to avoid because I can't, I don't know why I'm not good at paying attention. I'm not going to write down what I ate and how I felt. And I'm just not good at paying attention to what's doing it. (laughs) Any diet. Yeah. I have a hard time with that too. Any diet that includes journal. I I just don't have the energy for but that. But if it comes back and says, I don't know, avoid Dr. Pepper, okay, good. We'll avoid Dr. Pepper. You can you work know, that's with not that. A problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sugar, dairy, whatever, I'll, I'll cut it out, but I'm not capable or willing to do the work to figure that out without some sort of test. Pizza. Oh, yeah. I'm That'd be a tough pizza. one. I'm done with, yeah, I don't even. So You are? Yeah. That's surprising. I, well, so Kayla doesn't do Italian food. Always been Mr. Pizza. I know. And and I still eat it, but I'm not I've okay, it I Genghis grilled it is what I did. I um what's another one? I you remember how we went to Genghis Grill like every day or you know, three times a week for a year and then it was like eh, burn I don't want Genghis Grill. Yeah, I've burned myself that's, out. Yeah, on pizza. That's always been your MO is <laughs> <laughs> So I'm over it, at yeah. least for now. Awesome. Oh yeah, because you you would get really excited and like just just go crazy with one spot. Yeah. Then you would like go there after hours with your wife, like not yeah. on lunch yeah. after hours with your wife. And, like, Pizza by Marco. Yeah, and that other Firecrest or whatever it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, they had the Nutella. Yeah, calzone. Yeah, not great by the way, but yeah. So pizza right now. <laughs> Whatever and Kayla doesn't doesn't dig Italian food anyway, so we don't eat huh. a lot of it. Okay. Um. So yeah, I could take it or leave it at this point. Is it the is it the cheese or the tomatoes or it's the sauce? She the doesn't sauce. do spaghetti sauce or right. sweet um, like barbecue sauce stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So circling back, yeah, I I am on the semaglutide train. I I'm waiting on my. Um, my testosterone and my HCG to get here it should be here tomorrow, and then I'm doing. Then I'm off and running. I'm, like I said, cautiously optimistic about that. About that, and and also the the new TRT protocol. Yeah. Um, like I really have a belief that Matrix, like, is with their help, will get me back. I mean, it's there's a lot of work on my part. I'm not uh, not trying to avoid the responsibility that comes with doing this because you know i have to, it's my it's my body my own my health i have to own it mm-hmm. but they they are a great you know place to partner with or i i, I feel like that and my perception is i'm i'm really excited to be working with them um i think they're gonna be able to help me get where i want to be yeah so there are, and feel whole again that's that's right. the goal is, is i've just not felt whole my body felt like my body's broken. Like, am I ever going to get back to, uh, it's just, it's just a dark place. You know, it's just mm-hmm. really awful thoughts go through your head. You're like, is it's ever going to work again the right way, the same way. So, so I, I think, think those types of issues, can you be able to work out quickly? Mm-hmm. There are two types of patients specific, specifically TRT patients. There's guys like Eric 
who get tossed a 200 milligram syringe Protocol. and yeah. just throws it in his wherever he wants, just squirts it on his face. And he's like, boom, <laughs> 1200, no side effects, feeling right. great, losing weight, fathering children, never turning back. And then there are guys like me, you, and Kenny. We're a little bit more work. So I, I, my hope is that the depression anxiety is taken care of rather quickly. But hang in there because I've been treating with Matrix for, I don't know, at least a year, if not a year and a half. Okay. And we're still working on a few things. However, I have never once felt like I'm not getting attention yeah. Or I've never once felt like they're guessing or that we're lost. I've always felt like we're continuing to follow Kenny's roadmap. Right. And we're we're headed in, in the right direction. But I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself dialed in 100%. Yeah. So. Um, and that's, that's the kind of thing where I, in my back of my mind, I'm like, they, they're going to be looking out, looking out for me. We're going to follow up every six to eight weeks or whatever mm-hmm. it is with labs. Keep me. As close to dial in as possible. You're not going to rage quit. You're not not going to rage. Up. I'm going to stay the course. <laughs> I, I, what I'm saying, I guess, is I, I'm putting a lot of trust into that and and the process, like they're what they're what they're doing. So if at any time you get upset about your TRT, how it's not Matrix, not Kenny, but how TRT is going, do I have your permission to replay this to you? That you're going to stay the course, yes. You're going to continue working. <laughs> you know that it's work, and because it's, it's too effort. important. I mean, it's just too important now. Like it's, um, like I was saying, my daughter, she's only going to be moving more, and even just changing her diaper, wrestling her for put on clothes, like um, getting up off the floor, you know that that kind of stuff. And and I'm excited to like get back into the gym and have that motivation to go. Um, Pick up a barbell, you know, again, yeah, yeah. and and gosh, you know, I wish I uh, I go back. Nostalgia gets me every now and then. I go back, and I wish we could live live closer and lift lift uh, do our five by fives again. Bench press buildings, yes, yeah. That makes me. I miss that, but I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna dive into this. Is it's called Starting Strength. It's a similar yeah. platform. Yeah. Then and they have an app and everything. So I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with that. Because it's simple, it's it's all the compound lifts. Mm-hmm. It's I don't have to spend a long time. I might even invest in some home. You know, one of those ones that folds away. Oh yeah, I, into I, the I wall. Really wanted one of those. Me too. I just I know myself, and I, I need to get in the routine. I need to get in the habit first mm-hmm. because every it seems like every piece of home gym equipment that I've ever bought after about a month gathers dust yeah you have to prove the theory first and right then, so yeah i do the same thing in rv like i wanted to make sure we're going to use the crap out of this one before we go spend right. money on a new one the truck that kind of thing so yeah i love that 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 idea to you know get into the habits first and then spend the money on the yeah we have a great uh, great rec center nearby and it's cheap as compared to anywhere else it's for our whole family to go it's 300 dollars a year so. have you gotten staff from that rec center. <laughs> <laughs> Great call back. No, no, I have not. <laughs> have you ever been in the shower at that rec center and had a female worker come clean the locker room? Did that happen at that place? Yeah. Yeah. That happened at that place. Physio fit or whatever. And, and it was like, Hey, I'm in here, you know, and just, I don't care. I'm still going to be cleaning. Okay, and it was well. like a, it was like they retrofitted a bathroom stall to a shower stall. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, there was a, a woman that would just not not would just did just one time come in there and was like mopping the floor when I was right coming out of the shower. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, so that that's pretty much it. I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes and hopefully next time we are podcasting I'm feeling better and I mean I don't expect overnight results. I know I've been in the game, but hopefully on the up on the up and up. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community. 